Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. It is Tuesday. It's still me. It's still Lily. Hi, how we doing? How has everyone been? I am live, laugh, surviving over here. It's It's been a doozy of a week. And I feel like I say that every second week, but I'm telling you the truth. You know when everything is just kind of a mess, but at the same time life keeps going so you don't have time to clean up the mess? That's where I'm at. And so it's just a little bit exhausting because you're like, I have all these things that need my attention and need my help and need me to fix and need me to to do and at the same time like life keeps moving you still have to keep living and a b c d e f g has to get done every single day so when do you have time to clean up the messes that came out of nowhere I will also say this I have officially recognized that I have some of the worst luck and I really am I very much like this this is this is not okay this is not okay like I'm not in my bad luck era and I'm over it. I have no desire to claim any more bad luck. Um, I didn't really realize it was happening to me. Mind you, it's pretty funny because everyone on TikTok did. Everyone on my social media is like, you know, you have the worst luck with relationships. And I'm just like, what? No, everyone has this bad luck, right? No, it's just me. But my bad luck extends to a lot of other areas. So I'm trying to change. I'm trying to change my luck. I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm trying to change my luck. I mean, wish me good luck on it (laughs) if it does anything. I don't know. We're trying to turn it around. Okay. Another thing I want to touch on is, uh, yes, there was no episode yesterday. If you were not in the United States, it was a public holiday yesterday, and I guess I never acknowledged. If it is a public holiday, I won't put out an episode. It has a lot to do with just like the metrics of everything. No one really sees it when I put out an episode on a public holiday, and it is a lot of work to record an episode every day. So if I know it's not really going to reach you, um, I'm not going to do it for your sake and for mine. So <clears throat> also, I, I am like, it is, it is interesting to see like what comes up each day and what we want to discuss because like we're a very niche group over here so yeah okay I know we talk about my best friend all the time like I can't help it if she's dominating news cycles okay like I just can't help it so like so Taylor Swift Taylor Swift has been in Australia the last week my homeland and can I just say I've never been more happy you know how the algorithm on TikTok kind of makes your videos to like where you are or it's usually just very American dominated even if you are in different parts of the world I loved being on Australian Taylor TikTok I loved it hearing my fair like Australian accents like I just missed it so much and I just it made me so happy it made me so happy and watching everyone get ready and their outfits and the trials and the tribulations when the outfits don't arrive on time like I've been to the Eras tour. I was fortunate enough to be able to go without uh, having to remortgage a house. And it was, honest to God, one of the best nights of my life. Like the best nights of my entire life. And I know that might sound dramatic to people who are not 
crazy Taylor people. I don't even consider myself like an insane Swifty. Like there are Swifties who take it to a very serious level. That's not who I am. I love everything she represents. I love all of her music. I love everything about A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Except I'm not like, I'm not staying up until 4 a.m. to watch the Australian shows. You know what I mean? Like as soon as I'm waking up, sure. Am I looking to see what the, the surprise songs were? Yes. But like, I'm not staying up all night. I will say whenever, when she was doing her U.S. leg, um, I, of the tour, I would try as much as I could to watch the live streams. Um, but that was as far as my insanity went. And I just loved it so much. It was so special. It was, it's so fun. It's such a, it's so cool. Like, it's just, it's, it's really, I think it means a lot to a lot of people. And I think people who are outside of it just see it as like a huge publicity thing. And it's like, that's not it. You don't get it. You don't get how special it is. Like, it really is just so special. And, um, I, was so grateful that I got to go and experience that. So everyone in Australia who's getting to experience it, like I'm jealous of you and excited for you at the same time. I think it's so beautiful. Like it really is. Watching everyone, I mean, her biggest crowd, she was performing for her biggest crowd ever, live, 96,000 people at the Cricket Stadium in Melbourne. And it was awesome. Sabrina Carpenter did all all her openings for her. And last night, which would have been, it was Tuesday night in Australia, but we're just going into Tuesday today here in the U.S. Uh, Taylor, and this is where I was. Let's just get into some logistics, okay? I was like, so Taylor did Melbourne last week and she's going to do Sydney this week. I was, and there's like four or five days in between. And so I was like, is she going back to the U.S.? I was like, because you really don't see much of her out and about while she's on tour because it's so exhausting. However, she has like four days. What's she going to do? Hide in a hotel room for four days? I mean, I guess she definitely has done that before. But no, she went straight to Sydney Monday. Last night, Tuesday night for them, she was out at a restaurant in Surrey Hill, which is a very like fancy part of Sydney, like very affluent, fancy area. Um, and she went out to dinner with, I don't know who else was there, but Sabrina Carpenter definitely joined her for dinner. And I just, I love them together. They're so, they're, it's just such a vibe. Like it's such an energy. They look like they're having the best time. And she looked so cute in her little outfit. Both of them did. And pop off to them. I hope you have a fun few days in Sydney. I will tell you this. I have actually, I've been to many places in Australia. Obviously, I grew up there. However, I did not grow up with money. So, like, we didn't travel a lot. We did not go on vacation a lot. We went camping, like, a couple hours away from where we lived as children. And that was out luxury. And i super grateful for my upbringing. It was amazing. I loved it. We didn't know any different. And that's how you know you have, like, a good parent. And, um, yeah, I... I will say I've been to Sydney a handful of times and Sydney is not my favorite. Melbourne, I love Melbourne. If you are going to Australia, I recommend you going to a Melbourne. I recommend you going to Tasmania and I recommend you going to some more like, yeah, so many people want to hit the Gold Coast, want to go to the Barrier Reef. I totally understand 
everyone's going to want to go to Sydney because of the Sydney Opera House, because of what Sydney represents. And I think a lot of people think Sydney is our capital. It's not. Uh, it's not at all. Our capital is Canberra. Not many people are going to go hit up Canberra uh, for a vacation, though. It's kind of like going to D.C. Like, you wouldn't really do that. I've been there. It's a lot of museums. That's all I have to say about Canberra. Pop off Canberra. Um, I will say Brisbane is great. You want some tropical weather? Head on over there. Uh, but just you know, do go where you want. I don't. I, you're not going to miss anything if you don't go to Sydney. Is all I'm going to say. And people might get mad about that if you live in Sydney. I have not lived in Sydney. Maybe I'd feel different if I lived in Sydney. I personally have been there a bunch of times, and it just felt like a lot of concrete. That's all I have to say about Sydney. Mind you, this was almost this was um, many years ago. I've not been to Sydney recently. Maybe I need to go back. Let me know if I have any listeners from Sydney. Write in. Okay, so she's in Sydney this week is my my long-winded point here, okay? And uh, pop off to Taylor and Sabrina. I hope you have a good time. Sydney is definitely going to treat you well. They definitely roll out the red carpet for celebrities, mainly because almost every celebrity lives there. <laughs> lives there or has a house there. So, like, I hope you have the best time. And I can't wait to see... Uh, what the Sydney shows look like. There's a lot of, I think, anticipation because there's a certain thing she did last time she was in Sydney. And I'm not going to say what it is, but let's see if she finds a way to do it. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I'm excited for her. I think she's going to have a great time. Now, here is the rumor. Taylor Swift landed in Sydney. She's staying in a very, very, very fancy joint. I won't say what it is because I'm not perpetuating that nonsense. But here's what I will say. Her plane dropped her off and then was sent straight to Hawaii. Now, this could be for maintenance. This could be for a reason for the plane. This could be for um, a numerous amount of reasons. They could have been taking back dancers, crew, something, anything. However, the rumor is it flew to Hawaii to pick up a certain football player. Let's see if the rumor is right. We'll find out in the next 24 hours because the plane will turn around. So let's let's find out. Let's find out. My guess is the plane most likely was returning something to the U.S., someone or something, band member, something. She's, it could be a myriad of things. could be a maintenance thing. Who knows? But um could also be to go pick up a certain Travis Kelsey so let's find out I'm here for the information okay I'm moving swiftly on don't worry I'm, mo- I'm moving swiftly on okay last week I told you to go see remember I told you the story about Dakota Johnson and how she is one of my other best friends who doesn't know she's my best friend because we'd always run into her at coffee well um Dakota has gone on to have one of the most legendary press tours of all time for Madam Web and girlfriend has become maybe a little bit of a meme without trying to. I've seen so many videos just spoofing her. And I was just like, uh, what? What? Uh, yeah, she's she she maybe is enjoying her press tour a little too much in terms of she doesn't care. Now, I'm not saying these two things are related at all because obviously all the reviews, I'm yet to see it. All the reviews I saw were saying Dakota carried the movie, but the movie overall, flop. So here's what Daily Mail reported on it, okay? That basically 
uh, the box office for Madam Web flop. And they're reporting as of today that maybe there was going to be a franchise off of Madam Web and maybe that will now not be happening due to the flop. Um, the film grossed $26.2 million in its first six days and that's low for a film based on a Marvel character. That's really low. So the studio allegedly had plans to start a franchise based on this film, though there's like quote unquote insiders that say they don't expect another movie from Madam Web um, with this result. So it's all speculation. It's all those insider information. Take that with a grain of salt. I certainly do. That bums me out. But I will say you watch, I watched one inter- interview of Dakota Johnson and the director and it ju- of this movie and it j- just Dakota just seemed like she was like so unimpressed with the end result of the film. Like maybe when she'd signed on, it was a completely different project and she had referenced there was a lot of changes made. Um... And that makes me so sad. Also, like you see that a lot. Like I've signed on for films and will be in development and they sign you on most of the time when the script is still. Oh, my God. My co-host just decided to parkour her way up into the studio. Girl, what is wrong with you? It's whenever I'm sitting down, my co-host can't stand to not be part of it. Do you want to come and sit and talk to your people? You can sit behind me. Thank you. If this is your first time listening, the co-host is a cat named Karma. So she'll figure it out. She scared the crap out of me just then, though. So anyway, it just, you know, that's something that happens. I have had scripts given to me and like the character has fully changed their name by the time we went to go film. Like the changes that directors, writers, producers, it's usually the producers getting involved in that part, make before we start filming is insanity. The only times you don't see this is like with episodic TV. Like very rarely, they don't have enough time, you know? And so the script you get is usually the script we film. Maybe some dialogue changes, but like it's, that's basically it there's no that's the upside to tv like you're not dealing with like a grueling drawn out project like a movie uh that's not to say movie projects are not really rewarding they are you definitely have a lot more of a family vibe created when you do a film because you're usually in one location for a prolonged period of time with just these people so with a tv show even if it's a prolonged period of time, people are coming and going all the time. So all I have to say is I, I, it's a shame, I think, that this has not excelled its projected box office. Um, and I, I'll watch it and I'll let you know why I think that is. I will see. We shall see. Anyway, moving swiftly on. I was a bit, so I grew up in Australia, right? As I've said like 5,000 times, I feel like in this episode. But anyway, we didn't have the traditional like TV 
you guys grew up with in the U.S. So the only time I would ever see anything Disney Channel would be Saturday morning from the hours of 7 to 9.30. And I forget what it was called, but those were the hours where the Disney shows, the Hannah Montana, the Wizards of Waverly Place, all that stuff would air. And you could watch it on one specific channel. We only had like seven channels. We didn't have the fancy channels. Um, And you could watch it for a couple of hours. That is my only exposure to Disney Channel as a child, as a teenager. Obviously, so I don't know who this person is. I only know who this person is because they went on to be an actor as an adult. And I saw some of the things they did. Bridget Mendler, if you know who she was, she was in a bunch of Disney stuff um, when she was younger. And she is like one of those few people who like left the child actor space. And again, she was an actor as she was older, but like left the entertainment industry to go and have a real, what is it, a real career, like acting as a real career. Well, to have a traditional career, let's say, okay, to have a traditional career and she kind of like disappeared from the spotlight did everything she could I think to strip that from her image which I don't I completely understand doing that and um it was like it's like all I don't know why this is such big news but it is but she took to Twitter and she basically stated like she has adopted a four-year-old child and she's a mom And she was a foster parent before she adopted him. And I believe she's a nurse. No, no, no. She's a scientist of some type. What am I saying? She's like some type of scientist. So like Bridget Mendler, incredibly intelligent. I think I also watched a TikTok video where they were talking about all her degrees. Like I think she's very, I think she's very smart. I know. Pop off Bridget. Look at you go. I will say one of the questions I get a lot, um, as I get older is, do you want kids? And I refuse to answer it. I have been on many a production set where I've been asked something of that nature. I've been asked that when, you know, you sign with a new agency or a management company, like, are you uh, looking to have children? Is children something you're interested in? Because they want to know the trajectory of where my career could go. They want to know the trajectory. Of, I can't say that word. The path of my life I'm looking to have. Like, relevant. Go for it. And every time I just say, don't know. Who, who knows? And then the older I get, I'm like, well, probably not. Because <laughs> I have a lot left to do. And I have always had a thing about... The, I think it had a lot to do with when I was a child, we had a lot of people around us who were foster parents and who had adopted their children. And I went to school with a lot of people, a lot of girls, because I went to an all-girls school, who were adopted or who, who were in the, who were, who had essentially foster parents of some kind or had been taken in by family members because something had happened to their mom or dad and I had a lot of that around me strangely so it was like an an overwhelming amount honestly when you look at it and so all I'm saying is like it was very normal to me it wasn't like this big deal it was very normal and honestly growing up it was like when people talk about having children it was 
always thrown into, well, you could either have a child or you could adopt a child. Like, do you know what I mean? It was always part of the conversation. It was never something like, oh, when you can't have your own kids, you could do IVF, adoption, all the, it was always thrown into the mix of, well, you don't have to have physically have your own child. You can adopt a child. So I don't know. I could see myself doing that. I'm sure at one point in my life, but I, I get asked that quite a bit. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm pushing 30 and I don't know why people feel the need that they need to ask women that. I really don't get it, but like everyone's doing themselves. I can't control it. So all I'll say is I've been asked it a lot. And every time my answer is like some different version of the answer of who the heck knows, I just don't believe in predicting the future at all. I just don't believe in it. Anyway, I just think foster parents, people who adopt are some of the most amazing people. And thank you so much for being good, kind people in the world because there's too many children without homes all over the world. It's not not even an America thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not. All over the world. I grew up in a place called Tasmania. We were an island. We are an island at the bottom of the earth. Like, and this was a relevant situation where I grew up. So I know it's everywhere. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, adoption is a beautiful thing fostering is a beautiful thing just if you are doing that and I just appreciate you so much you're incredible there will be no run from men today this is a change of subject very quickly there will be no run from men today mainly because (laughs) I'm gonna reveal it on tomorrow tomorrow's episode I'm gonna say why tomorrow's episode okay but I didn't want to spoil it we're still doing our run from men. I'm very much doing whatever the heck I want with this podcast. So it's very much that that energy. Um, yeah, it's it's very much that that energy. Do you know what I also discovered this week, you guys? This is a hot tip. Do you know if you get manicures and you don't take a nail vitamin, if you get manicures back to back, gel manicures like I do, you, you will literally destroy your fingernails. Hot tip. If you're thinking of getting a gel manicure, make sure you're taking a nail vitamin because it will destroy your fingernails. I have destroyed my fingernails and unfortunately for work, they always have to be done because like they just do. So it's very annoying. Um, and the manicurist I know is complaining about me. I just know she's not happy with me whenever I walk in with these like weak, ruined fingernails. I know she's upset. So I've started taking a vitamin. If anyone has any nail vitamin recommendations, let me know because I have to start taking one that actually works. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll leave that there. Anyway, you guys, we'll be back tomorrow with a very special niche Wednesday episode. About the things nobody tells you. Um, I'm so glad that we were able to catch up today on all the things that I consider important. (laughs) Sometimes these episodes are so random. Anyway, I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. As always, don't do anything I wouldn't do, but you have so much wiggle room. You could do anything you want. I love you all. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.